You don't matter to the narcissist. You're not worth anything to the narcissist. Have you ever felt this way? You might have felt this way based on a couple things we're going to go through today about how they show up with the manipulative behavior, with the gaslighting, with the different pieces that affect how they actually interact and prioritize themselves over you. One of the harsh realities, just putting it out there, is that the narcissist doesn't value you and the narcissist views you as worthless. The thing I want you to think of as we start this video is it doesn't mean that you are actually worth less. It just means that he wasn't willing to acknowledge the worth that you actually have. The hard part is when you start evaluating your actual worth based on another person's opinion or belief of you. That can be especially hard when we have someone who has been in a relationship with you and there's a romantic involvement and a love and a connection between the two of y'all and that person is saying that you're worthless. I'll have you consider for a moment that that might not be true. I want to dive into this video today to walk you through some of the reasons why you don't actually matter to the narcissist. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness of narcissistic abuse. I break people out of narcissistic relationships, help them find freedom from the abuse, the trauma bond, the rumination that they're going through in the moment. If I can be of any help, you can go to realmmotivation.com or you can just jumpstart into your challenge, moving into the 45-day challenge, which is one of the main programs that we focus on, helping you start initially to break free from the abuse that's going on. But when we talk about this aspect of not mattering to the narcissist, you have to understand what's going on on the other side. The first part is that narcissists just prioritize themselves above all. That means there's not this aspect when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply of you being in the narcissistic life and mattering and being at a level where narcissists is like, oh, let me prioritize you. Now, this is where it gets confusing because you're like, but he did prioritize me. He did focus on me. He did connect with me during a period of time. Emphasis on during a period of time. Because what happens is a narcissist at the beginning of the relationship or in moments when he's trying to win back your love or keep you to stay in the relationship will bring about love bombing or bring about this romantic piece that makes you feel like they're the best person ever. When you're with a narcissist, a lot of times you feel the most connected, the most involved, like the most like just wired together like soulmates than you have with anybody else. That's because it's typically pre-manufactured. It's, it's customized to you to be able to create the exact mold that you're going to say, this is the best version for me. And so as a result, you fall in love with something that's not actually real, but just a paper mache mask of the reality that you actually want. And so narcissists use this to get to a place where they focus only on themselves. And even though it feels like they're focusing on you for a period of time, it's a means to an end for a narcissist. Narcissists contain like this overwhelming self-centeredness that passes like any consideration for other people. So like for me, an aspect of this would be walking down the street and someone looks at me, I'm like, yep, they're looking at me because I'm so amazing or because I look good or something like that, like super self-centered, right? Like, like you might not even think of that. You're probably like, oh, don't look at me. Or you might be like, I don't really care. 
narcissist is looking and feeding off of other people thinking, oh, they're paying attention to me. Oh, they love me. Oh, they're connected to me. And it's about, about image. Okay. Like that's a big piece of it. And so a narcissist is going through life and he's craving this like admiration. Like I want your admiration, your validation. Basically, like I want someone that's subservient to me that's like bowing down and praising. Like that's the idea. That's the actual like internal feeling that's going on. But the thing is what happens is your needs, your feelings, your desires hold little significance inside the world of a narcissist. The priority for the narcissist is maintaining inflated self-image at any cost. And you become a mere pawn in the game that the narcissist is playing. So for instance, I cared more about my image or how other people would see me than I did about my wife's feelings. Than I did about how she was actually showing up. Than I did about what was going on in her world. That didn't matter. So like say for instance with work, work's more important than you. So I need to maintain a better image at work than I did to have a connection with my wife. This brought on like workaholic, all this kind of stuff where I'd always be engaged with work. So I was like, I can get validation. I can get attention from people there because they see how amazing I am. My wife just doesn't see this. And I tell myself all these stories that were wrong and that were false, trying to convince myself that I was a good person, even though I was being awful and abusive to her. Because all I cared about in the moment was I cared about myself, cared about my image, self-centeredness about building that up versus actually engaging with the person that at that time I claimed that I loved. Okay, you say, kind of see the difference here? So think of it this way, like you're with a person where he's always putting his needs or his desires first. Oftentimes to the detriment of your well-being, like your feelings, your emotions don't even matter. Maybe it's like the narcissist pursues his own interests relentlessly, leaving your concerns diminished, your value diminished, and you feeling like you're not worth anything. Like the role in the relationship that you play often gets reduced to a place of you being an audience member that's supposed to clap for the narcissist and make him feel better about himself. He has a great performance. You're supposed to applaud what's actually happening on the stage of life. So I want you to think about like the second thing too. And the second thing is emotional unavailability. We see this a lot of times in narcissists, and this is hard because sometimes people are like, well, he's just emotionally immature. And emotionally immature doesn't also mean abusive. There's like a difference there. But so a lot of times narcissists will not provide any type of emotional support or connection that healthy relationships should have or should thrive on. Because it's not about giving you that, it's about what they get. You have to remember in the relationship with a narcissist, it's transactional. So like what you're giving and what they're getting, as long as they're getting a gain from it for them, they're like, okay, this works. As soon as that switches, as soon as you start holding them accountable, as soon as they stop getting as much gain from you as what they want, then the relationship dynamic changes. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, the hard part is narcissists are very much shallow. Now, shallow in the relationship as far as you're not going to learn the depth inside what's actually going on in the heart and the mind of a narcissist. This has been one of the hardest journeys for me working through this piece of in order to actually change, develop, and transform myself, I have to get incredibly vulnerable. 
Vulnerability feels like weakness. It feels like something that's going to destroy me. Getting close to that and trying to understand it is extremely, extremely hard. Just the other week when we were in couples counseling and going through several different things, the therapist actually walked me through this whole moment to actually try to get to my heart center, try to imagine a certain thing. And I was like, I can't do it. He's like, you mean you won't do it? And like we're working and like battling through this stuff to actually get to a place where I exhibit emotion, where stuff actually comes out that I'm like, I don't even know where this is coming from. And it's because it's hard for me to actually break through some of those barriers. Some of those barriers have been there for so long, I don't even know that they're there and I don't even know how they got there. I just know that I need to work through them. So that's what I do with counseling, with therapy, with the practices I do every single day, with stacking, with work on my mental process. All those things try to get deeper and deeper into who I actually am. Because for a narcissist, getting emotional and understanding emotions and actually diving below the surface of themselves is incredibly hard. This is why the relationship you've had with them seems like there's a connection, but when you try to get down underneath the surface into deep emotional levels, it doesn't really happen. And so this gets really hard where you're looking for this emotional intimacy and you're met with indifference, with superficial gestures that don't even come close to satisfying what you're actually looking for, your actual emotional needs where you're craving that connection. This hard part leaves you in a place where you start to become isolated or you start to feel unimportant. And so you get to the place where you're looking for this, you're trying to establish this, nothing's actually happening because the other person seems like they're always emotionally unavailable. So you see this with a lack of empathy, lack of interest in your emotional state, like you're getting to a place where you're like, you've sought support. Like, can you just hear me out? Can you just hear what's going on? But you're left with a vacant stare, like glossed over, like, yeah, I'm here. I'm just not listening. Or like empty words where you can tell they weren't really engaged. They didn't really care about what I had to say. And it gets you to a place where you're emotionally starved. It makes you feel completely insignificant that your thing, your feelings, your emotions do not matter. Narcissists then move into a place of using manipulative tactics to maintain control, to maintain dominance over you. Again, what I mentioned earlier is like being with a narcissist is very transactional. So think of it this way. Let's imagine that you have a toaster and the toaster is something that you use and you love like every single day. It toasts your toast. It makes a great, great meal for you, all this kind of stuff. And one day the toaster breaks. Now, you're not a expert on fixing toasters and you don't feel like having someone come to your house to fix it. So you get rid of the toaster and get a new toaster because that one broke. It no longer works. That's how a narcissist is typically viewing you. And so this is where we get into the place of like worth and where you don't actually matter to the narcissist. Because for a narcissist, you are the means to an end. Narcissist looks at you and you're, and is like, you are the means of my bread getting toasted. And so that's what I'm going to do with you. I'm going to continue to use you to be able to make my image look the right way to get my, my view of reality at the right temperature of what I want to see. I'm going to shift you and have you in my life to get, you, get me to a certain place in life, typically dump you and move on to the next person. You'll see a narcissist that uses you much like you use an appliance. The difference is you're not an appliance, but the narcissist makes you feel like that. Like you're just a commodity, like you're just a convenience until you're not, and then you're an inconvenience and he throws you away and moves on to the next person. This is the part that makes you feel like you're worthless. Now, 
where it breaks down in the illustration is the toaster and like the worthlessness piece. But I want you to understand, like you start to value your worth and your value based on what he says. Like he's telling you you're this, but all your life you haven't been this. You haven't been this unconfident person. You haven't been this person of low self-esteem, but that's what he's telling you. That's what he keeps saying. And over a period of time, you start to believe it. And the lies that you start to believe end up infiltrating your life so much that it starts to leave you in a place where you're isolated, you're confused, you're alone, you're frustrated, and you feel like you're worthless. I'm here to tell you today, right here, right now, you're not worthless. You're also not crazy. And you're also not alone. There's hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of people that are going through this. In the past year and a half alone, I've met with over 2,000 people that are struggling with narcissistic abuse, that are stuck in the fog and don't know how to break free. That's what I help people do, break free from narcissistic abuse and be able to learn how you can live in freedom, moving forward in your growth, your healing, and your change. If you want to know more about that or how I personally work with people, you can go to rawmotivations.com. You can grab a one-on-one there. Or if you're ready just to make the move today to jump into you investing into you, I want you to go to claritychallenge.net. Hear from some of the other survivors that have graduated from that challenge and have broken free of the trauma bond, of the rumination, and have moved forward in their growth and in their development. 